Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode on Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. I'm your host, Grace Hopper. Today's show centers on workplace bullying and harassment. What is workplace bullying? Bullying can involve arguments and rudeness, but it can also be more subtle. It includes excluding and ignoring people and their contribution, overloading people with work, spreading malicious rumors, unfair treatment, picking on or regularly undermining someone, denying someone's training or promotions opportunities, using social media to humiliate, threaten, or offend. Bullying can also happen in emails or on phone calls. What effects does this have? Bullying can make working life miserable. You can lose faith in yourself. You can also feel ill, depressed, anxious, and find it difficult to motivate yourself at work. Bullying is not always a case of someone picking on the weak. Sometimes a person's strength in the workplace can make the bully feel threatened and that can trigger their behavior. People spend most of their time at work. Well, not everybody loves their job, but we all deserve to feel comfortable and at ease in the workplace. A working environment should be supportive where everyone can work towards their goals without undue pressure or attention. Bullying is a problem across ages and environments. In just one year, Conciliation Service, ACAS, had around 200,000 calls about bullying and harassment at work, with many people afraid to speak up about being treated badly by coworkers and managers. Everyone deserves to be heard. It is also said that almost six in 10 people have witnessed or suffered bullying in the workplace. 37% have been bullied themselves. Out of 2,000 people, most people had witnessed bullying, but only 48% did anything about it. 68% said that the behavior was subtle, but such as leaving colleagues out. One in 20 said they have witnessed physical violence between workmates. Shouting, shoving, intimidation, and threatening behavior were all reported. As earlier noted, 
Bullying in the workplace could be in person or online. In fact, many bullies suddenly feel a lot braver when they can target people through a computer, but it won't go unnoticed, nor should online bullies get off scot-free with such damaging behavior. Bullying, as Ellis stated, could include name-calling, like receiving abusive messages on an internal system or being called out in the office. Having someone call names is unpleasant and demoralizing. It's bullying. Ignoring or isolating or excluding, deliberately ignoring someone or excluding them from relevant meetings are ways of intentionally making someone feel isolated. Belittling. Equally, if someone contributes only to be made fun of or have their opinions discounted as bad or false, it can be considered bullying. This kind of undue criticism is unnecessary as any good manager should be able to provide feedback in a constructive way. Scapegoating. Someone might think it gets them off the hook, but blaming others for mistakes is a sign of something much worse that you're willing to bully. Manipulation of roles. Making threats about job security or purposefully blocking someone's progress at work by removing their responsibilities without good reason is a misuse of power. Setting up to fail. Being set, setting up to fail. Being set on achievable tasks or targets designed to see an individual fail is an example of workplace bullying. Spreading rumors. This kind of playground behavior can have a huge impact on the general well-being of the victim. Giving you meaningless tasks. Everyone has to take their turn to make a round of hot drinks but if you keep getting set all the worst jobs it could be a sign of bullying aggressive behavior any form of aggressive behavior such as shouting or intrusion of personal space is unacceptable employees shouldn't feel scared in the workplace even if they've made a mistake people should not put up with anything that makes them feel unhappy or uncomfortable. Some people worry they've been oversensitive, but bullying is likely to affect your self-esteem, not to mention your performance at work. It might also affect you at, at home or your home life. It should not be underestimated. Some people think they can justify bullying, some of the explanations below, a clash of personalities, character building, a type of leadership style provoked by the victim. Being excluded, threatened or intimidated is not an example of clashing with someone. Trying to pass bullying off as some kind of management style or as the victim's fault is unacceptable. If you're unsure, ACAS UK, 
suggest asking yourself the following questions to determine whether the way you've been treated is acceptable or not. Has there been a change of management or organizational style, or organizational style to which you just need time to adjust? Perhaps because you have a new manager or work requirements? Is there an organizational statement of standards of behavior that you can consult? Can you talk over your worries with your personnel manager, your line manager, or supervisor, union representatives, or colleagues who you may find share your concerns? Can you agree changes to workload or ways of working that will make it easier for you to cope? Bullying, harassment, and the law. Bullying isn't against the law. However, if a colleague or superior is being offensive and intimidating, it could be considered harassment and could be illegal under the Equality Act 2010, UK. Under this act, harassment is defined as unwanted conduct related to a relevant protected characteristic, which has the purpose or effect of violating an individual's dignity or creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating, offensive environment for that individual. The protected characteristics are age, sex or sexuality, gender reassignment, marital status, pregnancy, maternity or paternity, your race, religion or belief, disability. An example of harassment at work, some of your colleagues keep making comments and jokes saying you're gay. They call you names and on occasion leave things like gay adult movies and magazines on your desk. They all know you're not actually gay. You could have claim for harassment related to sexual orientation. ACAS characterize ACAS bullying as offensive, intimidating, malicious or insulting behavior, an abuse or misuse of power through means that undermine, humiliate, denigrate or injure the recipient. The impact of such behavior can be the same as harassment. In fact, the two terms are often used interchangeably. However, unless bullying amounts to something which could be defined as harassment in the Equality Act 2010, it's not possible to make a complaint to an employment tribunal about it. Nevertheless, employers have a duty of care for all their employees and should be taking steps to prevent bullying occurring in the first place. What can employees do if they are bullied? They chatted Human Resources Professional Body, the Chartered Institute of Personnel and Development, CIPD, says employees should speak up. It's only by challenging unfair treatment that it can be properly dealt with. One of the first steps is to discuss the problem with a senior manager or HR, that is human resources. 
An informal word from HR or a more senior manager might show an employee that their actions are having unintended consequences. It is also a good idea to keep a log of bullying incidents with dates and times, noting how they make you feel. Akers says it should be written in a diary or a journal. If dealing with a problem informally doesn't work, the next step is to raise a grievance, which is a way of making a formal complaint. It is also important to look after your mental health. Get to know your company's policy. Your employer should have a policy on behavior in the workplace, including information on bullying. Find out all the details you can, including processes on informing supervisors and steps you can expect them to take. Find someone to talk to. Bullying is a stressful thing to go through. You shouldn't have to experience it alone. Having someone you trust to talk to will help you minimize the impact it has on your life. Make an official complaint. If you feel like your problem hasn't been taken seriously by those you informed at work and the bullying hasn't stopped, you can seek to make an official complaint via the usual grievance procedures. Your employee handbook will detail this process. Taking legal action. This shouldn't be your first port of call. But if you feel despite all your attempts, no progress has been made to stop the bullying, it's time to get advice on your legal rights. It's important to have tried to resolve the problem with the company first. When you make a claim to an employment tribunal, that's one of the first things they will ask you. If you can show them a record of the mistreatment, the efforts to resolve the issue, and the inaction from your company, then you could have a claim for constructive unfair dismissal. Always bear in mind this fact. You need to have worked for your employer for 24 months. It needs to be considered harassment under the Equality Act 2010. According to the Equality Act, something can be counted as harassment where the behavior is meant to or has the effect of either violating your dignity, creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating, or offensive environment. Employ employers should be able to prevent bullying. It is a legal duty under the Health and Safety at Work Act to ensure the health, safety, and welfare of their employees. And that includes protection from bullying and harassment, with offensive behavior affecting workers from the shop floor to the C-suite. It's, some, it's something for bosses to take seriously. Workplace bullying has a detrimental impact on businesses. The cost of bullying-related absenteeism, turnover, and lost productivity adds up to 13.5 billion pounds every year. It is in the interest of every business to make it clear that bullying will not be tolerated. The effects include poor employee relations, 
hostile working environment, inefficiency, potential loss of staff, loss of respect for superiors, ETC. Stop bullying and harassment at workplaces. A good policy on accepted behavior should include a statement of commitment from senior management, acknowledgement that bullying and harassment are problems for the organization, a clear statement that bullying and harassment is unlawful and will not be tolerated, examples of unacceptable behavior and harassment may be treated as disciplinary offenses. The steps the organization takes to prevent bullying and harassment, responsibilities of superiors, supervisors and managers, confidentiality for any complainant, references to grievance procedures, formal and informal, including timescales for action, investigation procedures, including timescales for action, references to disciplinary procedures, including timescales for action, counseling and support availability, are the policies to be implemented, reviewed and monitored. Creating a positive workforce is quite vital. It has a huge impact on the productivity levels and successes of your business. Good business leaders should be taking active steps to improve employee engagement, as that's how they retain talent and create a place people are happy to be. The company's core values should be made clear. There should be improved transparency. There should be regular praise. Communication goals should be clearly defined. There should be freedom. That is, people should feel trusted to get on with their jobs rather than being micromanaged. There should be regular feedbacks. There should be team building days. Taking steps to improve workplace culture will increase the success, well-being, and health of your workforce. This has been Grace Oha for Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. I hope you've enjoyed this particular episode. You can leave your comments on our social media handles. Facebook, Rising Above Shadows of Abuse. Our emails rising above shadows of abuse at gmail.com. Be safe and be positive. See you on our next episode. Take care and bye for now.